Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 492 at scavengerlife.com. Ryan, we're doing it. We're oh doing God. so much stuff. So <laughs> here in Virginia, it is really warm, and it's... You it's know, like it's, 65 degrees. It's like December 13th, like the <laughs> middle of December, two weeks before Christmas, and uh, it's warm, so I'm going to go paint some metal stairs where Ryan has been... Uh, Staining. Staining decks. We've been trying to sneak all the stuff in. I had, we had um, a big water filtration system put on our downtown building. Yeah. And he's an older guy who's from here. And he said that people, and our building's right on a creek, you know, like, it's kind of like a little river creek. He said it would get so cold in the uh, 70s, it would freeze and people would ice skate on the on thing. the creek really yeah, i've never seen that happen he was like it's it never gets you know wow. cold enough to do that so anyway yeah. we're just trying to sneak in as much work as we can i know there are people who live like in the middle of the u.s where it's probably already 10 feet of snow and, yeah i know. mean but it then. is it is supposed to snow this week that's kind of why we're like it's warm today. Let's get as much outdoor stuff as we can done. Right. It's basically like getting a head start on spring. Right. You know, you're like, let's do anything we can before spring so it's already done. Yep. You know. But that's not the insanity we're talking about. We're going to talk about USPS oh, insanity. my God. The U.S. Postal Service. Yes. Um, okay. We, in the 12 years we've been selling eBay, we have never seen it yeah. as backed up. Yeah, it's it's have, no. Have you ever seen this? No, this it is. As I was saying to Phil, our business partner in the coffee business, I was saying these delays are unprecedented. Unprecedented. And then I looked at USPS website yesterday, and they were using the exact yeah. same terminology. It's twenty twenty people it is like. I have never, ever right. seen delays this bad. Yeah. Stuff was not leaving our post office for like four days. Right. So let's talk about this. You know, in my question, so when we drop off our coffee packages yeah. to the ladies of the post office, it's all ladies. Because we're right downtown. So we just walk it over. I'm I'm always like, what's going on? Yeah. And they're like, we don't know. They don't know. So I think it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of things. It's a usual Christmas rush. Yeah, which insane. is not un- unusual. But it's insanity. Th- but it's a crush. It's pandemic buying. So mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, I think people are just buying a lot more online for it, Christmas. For Christmas and in general. Right. You know? And on top of that, and I forget, because of COVID and the pandemic, the Postal Service is having issues with staffing because people are getting sick. Right. It's hard to... Hire, you know, they hire a lot of temporary people during right. this time of year, and and what our ladies were telling us was it's hard for them to find people willing to, yeah, you know, work out in public during right. the pandemic, right. and you know, so it's it's the perfect storm of right. why everything's being delayed. And so at the top of the USPS.com, it says USPS is experiencing unprecedented package increases and limited employee availability right. due to the impacts of COVID-19. We appreciate your patience and remain committed to delivering the holidays to you. So, you know, they're they're finally now, I mean, it took about a week, a week and a and half, and a half-ish. to finally... Um, 
we were looking online. There's a Reddit forum about the post office, yeah. and someone was posting some photos of what the uh, Richmond. No, it wasn't Richmond. Oh. It's Merrifield. It's mm-hmm. right outside DC. the 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 big warehouse in Merrifield. It's one of the distribution centers. I mean, they have just loads and loads and loads of packages and you know some people were like yep those packages have been sitting there for over a week so they showed photos of it and there were like pallets outside and inside the warehouse and what i guess it's is it post office people who are on that forum yes people postal employees because it seemed like kind of insider stuff they were uh, saying that unfortunately and we've all uh, seen this it's first in, last out. Right. Because just of, you know, they don't have a lot of room. Right. So the thing that comes in on Tuesday gets shoved in the corner. Right. And then stuff starts piling behind it. Yep. Well, the stuff behind it starts going out first. And that's why a lot of us have seen these right. things that have been sitting there for 10 days. Since, yeah. since after Thanksgiving. Right. You know. Because... The stuff is piling up, and so they're trying to get that out. So, right. I have seen stuff start to move, yeah. but there is stuff from like the first week of December for coffee packages and for eBay right. that I'm like, wow, that has not moved out of my sorting facility, which is in Richmond, right? And so, on the on our forum, we've all been talking about this because the issue yeah. is the issue is. <laughs> With eBay, is that eBay's not hasn't been helping right. the seller communicate with the buyer about what's going on. So we, as a seller, are the ones who are bearing the brunt of like angry yeah. buyers. Like you promised me this. So Indie Sales says the problem is that eBay isn't doing anything directly to notify buyers of a potential delay. Right. I think they just started putting a little thing, but it's not. Obvious. Right. Buyers are now contacting me and demanding refunds because I missed my guaranteed delivery right. date. Stuff like you advertised a delivery date of X, what's happening? Is right. bothered them and just introduces extra stress that eBay could prevent by just letting buyers know there's a problem. And right. and this person's right. I mean, eBay could just be sending automatic uh right. m- messages to all to buyers. To all buyers. Being like yeah, the seller is not at fault. They they mailed it out on this day, and this is a USPS. well. That so I had an issue with a buyer. I we, um, it was only one buyer, right. and they were like, <laughs> first of all, they were acting crazy because they were like, you you guaranteed one same day delivery. I think they meant same day handling, which right. I all, I have three day handling, so yeah. that's wrong. Um, and they were just mad. But what was funny is that morning it started moving in their state. So they should be getting it really soon. But right. it was just one of those things where you're like, dude, come on. It's it's a $15 pair of pants. But also, is eBay right now, when I go to buy something, is it still showing delivery dates that are normal? Or are they is eBay adding dates? I don't, I don't know. Um, I was trying to buy something yesterday, but it was media mail. It was, a, right. it was some books. So... That's slow anyway, so right. I'm not sure. And so y- you can comment on this. Uh, indie Sales goes on t- to say, maybe the oddest part of all this is that when someone opens an item not received case, right? eBay forgets there is even a tracking number associated with the order. Why do I have right. to give them the tracking right. number again? Right. Why even allow the buyer to open up a case if they know there's a problem with right. delays? 
Agreed. Uh, I mean, I agree. Yeah, you're like, it, it is so funny. You're like, I print a label or upload tracking through eBay's system. And, you know, eBay demands that. Right. right? You have to do that. Right. And let, yeah, right. okay. So so if someone says item not received and it's still in transit, you're like, eBay, you have this information. You created this information. Right. <laughs> it's just like So, so they go on to say there's many points of failure here. Some yeah. of them are inexcusable, yeah. in my opinion. That's what uh, Andy Sale says. I blame right. eBay for creating this unre- unreal right. realistic expectation of shipping times. We had delays with USPS earlier this year. What made them think the holidays would be any easier? So, you know, some people were like, eBay should be the one to refund all the money. Yeah, right. And it's really, it's not eBay's fault. Right. I mean, this is the postal service. Right. And we love the postal service, so I'm not here to rag on the postal no, service. Not at all. I mean, everyone just needs to get their act together. It's all about communication but it's also like honestly if you communicate to a buyer like look as we said usps is experiencing unprecedented delays in packages like chill out y'all it's it's a pandemic during the holidays like i I, look i (laughs) i bought several things for our rentals and for ourselves and for presents on ebay and i waited yeah, two weeks for something to come first class. And right. you're just like, I have to wait. You know, yeah. it sucks. You know what I was just thinking while while you were talking was maybe we change our handling time to five days. Right now it's three. We change it to five. Mm-hmm. I ship the day it sells anyway, but that might give us a little buffer. Some people were talking about they're actually putting their store on the, that new time away. Oh, where, but they'll uh, still ship stuff. Yeah. So, or they're like, right. So, it. <laughs> you know, it's like it's eBay's new like vacation mode mm-hmm. where you put it in time away and I guess it sets a date. Like right. I'm going to be away till, till Christmas, <laughs> January 1st. Yeah. And so this is when I'm going to ship. Right. But you can still ship in between there. It's just... You're setting the expectation. I think the only issue with that is then people buying for Christmas are like, well, I'm not going to buy this. Well, yeah, but you know, if... But then is anything going to get there by Christmas Well, but that's the thing. At least you're being more honest. Right. Because if someone buys today on December 13th, I mean, I don't know. Is it going to get there in the next two weeks? That's a good question. Uh, And then Timo said, uh, as far as eBay, they set sellers up with these unrealistic delivery expectations. Today it seems like they are looking more real. Uh, so I don't know if eBay's been. Oh, maybe changing. they have been. Since I offer both first class and priority, it looks like they are now showing both options for a change. Uh, That's been an issue where you're like, I have two options for people to buy, and forever they would just show the cheapest option. Right, eBay does like, this thing oh. where, and I get it. I guess they're trying to not give people too many choices like as if that's complicating it so they have some algorithm where they just show the cheapest or fastest yeah yeah i think it should just show both uh and then yeah he goes on to say they should do a better job of preventing buyers from opening cases yeah and that's you know that's fair too uh just you know if ebay is aware there's a problem they should not so there were a couple people on the 
forum that I think felt new to this whole thing. Yeah. And they were saying, like, one lady was like, yeah, this this buyer, like, started complaining, kind of like yeah. our buyer. And they get very irate, and they're, like, outraged, and they're like, how could you do this? Right. I want my money back right now. And the lady just gave him oh, his no. money back, which yeah. is... A nice thing to do. And you as a seller have every right if you want to just put fires out. Right. Uh, refunds are fine, if especially if it's for like a cheaper item. But our advice is eBay has a system. Right. Like it's it's a good system good for the quotes. most part. <laughs> it's uh, an okay system. So we never give a refund to a buyer until they go through the process. Yeah, they have to open the case. And also... Like this person, yeah, it said expected de- delivery on Thursday. It'll probably get there Monday, uh, but but I mean, it's kind of like a bureaucratic uh, system to slow the process down to right. chill everybody out. So the buyer can only open a case after a certain time. Right. Once the case is open, we as a seller put in the tracking number, right. and then that sets another clock, and right. that gives us time. For it to get to And we communicate like, you know, we're real sorry. It's, you know, the tracking is here. It says it's here. And right. It's not like I didn't ship right. it. Like, like I bought something right. the other month ago, and the lady just never shipped it. So right. you're like, okay, you know, at least for me, I'm like, this left my region at this point. Like, it's right. on its way. Yeah. And so, so that eBay process yeah. allows a, a, a significant amount of time to go by. And then there is always a point where eBay's like, this package is right. not it's getting gone. there. Yeah. Then you have to actually give a refund. And that's fine. Fair yeah. enough. But we never give a refund right when people start complaining. Yeah. And because, also, yeah. We, you know, this guy was irate and acting crazy. He also has another pair of pants he hasn't paid for <laughs> on my store. So I'm like, great. Um, so, you know, we try to like come back with facts, right. you know, anytime he's like, you, you promise this. I'm like, uh, I actually don't promise that, but you know, right. I'm sure it's on its way. You right. know, he's just like, yeah. Uh, so it's just about being calm and very be professional not curt, but yeah. we're very business like factual. We You're don't like, go into long explanations it's not like i'm talking to someone at a coffee shop it's more about like you're talking to someone on the internet right these are the simple declarative sentences and this is it yeah exactly um okay so ryan question are you addicted to pirate ship no no but i think it's good (laughs) i see the transactions hit our credit card well so i really so i really love the whole because i do this anyway it's like nine dollars and 67 cents is the like magic because if it's more you know if i put it into ebay like here's the box size and the weight and it's going to california okay that's twelve dollars and then i go to pirate ship i'm like well here's the box size it's in a poly mailer and it weighs three pounds going to california they're like nine dollars and 67 great i'm sold like i will buy that later Cool. I also was able to, so I sent some presents to our family's uh, family members and my family, I, my family, um, and I put everything in poly mailers and I was able to mail it through pirate ship because you can just create a label. So that was convenient too. Just like, you know, it's on one of our credit cards. So when I do my accounting, I'm just like shipping, shipping, like I automatically, I'm like, these are shipping costs. So that's kind of nice for, for but you're getting to where 
you aren't checking every single package. You kind of know the parameters. Yeah, I know check. that. So if it's so if it's above first class, if it's a pound and up, and it's going far away, it's most likely like you know there were some times where I'm like, oh, will this go to Pennsylvania cheaper? Right. No, it won't actually. Like regional rate A is better, so I'll just do that. I don't know if you look. Well, I guess we do everything to Canada global shipping, right? Yeah, someone I do. was saying like it, you can ship to like Canada for some reason super cheap you have to um so what i need to do is um you go into pirate ship and ask for their special international export Mm. rates so i need to do that um i would like to sign up for pirate ship for the coffee business too so i need to that's like on my list of stuff to do this week but um yeah, so I like I do I I like it a lot. I like it as an option. Um, it's easy. It syncs with eBay. So right. when you when you print that label and you go back to eBay, the tracking's uploaded to eBay, which I love. Right. Anything to sync just information is right. so helpful in that way. Now you know I'm smiling, right? Okay, go. Come on, we don't have I mean, much time. No, no, no. Here. I mean, like, that's just a nice. I mean, people have right. gotten to see over the past three to four weeks how yes. we evolve as a business. It's first hatred, <laughs> uncomfortable, like, cranky, like brick walls. Yeah. Like, I don't want to change. Because yep. you're just like, it's then more it's work. Struggle. Yeah. Then there's a crack in the wall. Yep. And then you try it. And then you're like, oh, this is this is great. And actually. then <laughs> then it's you're like, okay, it's it's good. Why does pirate ship exist? <laughs> I don't understand. It's a free service. Like uh, like where do they make money? So this is my Who guess. Are they? This is my guess. I have no idea. I'm sure people will now tell us okay. who understand this. I guess pirate ship is probably they've negotiated some rate yeah, commercial, with the postal cubic. service. And then we're kind of all buying labels through pirate ship. So right. USPS is not giving it to us or giving it to pirate ship. So they so get a little they bit probably, you know, we may pay like a dollar for a label, but right. pirate ship only pays eighty nine cents. So they so get they that. get yeah. like a it's little like, bit. It's of It's got to be. It's a wholesale, right? It's like, a wholesale like transaction. That's my guess. I would love to know. Does anyone know? Right. Why? Who, do they? who is yeah. it? I, I mean, would love to know. It's it, it's true with eBay. I mean, many people have wondered how much money eBay makes on shipping. I mean, we get better deals in a, a retail, right? You know, like it's cheaper for us to buy a label at home through eBay than to go to the, post the retail window. For sure. But maybe eBay is getting even cheaper. So right. for every a label, they're getting, you know, right. five cents or something. Well, which kills me because they charge us 9% on shipping. Yeah. So you're like, hey, eBay, coming, going, they just they, they get you every way. It's like when you go to an auction and the auctioneer is oh taking money from the seller, like 20 something percent. And then and they the also buyer. have. Yeah, buyer's buyer, premium, which is you know that's yeah, they, that's how they make their money. They're the middleman. Got man. to. Uh, okay, our numbers this week. Uh, we sold almost the exact number of items. That's so weird. We sold fifty two a week ago. We sold fifty one items, which is a lot of items. I like know. Seven, seven I know. And like every morning, I'm like, oh, there's a porcelain gravy boat with a lid and a porcelain ladle. Oh my god, I have to ship this. You're like stretching out those shipping muscles. There was you know? like. A set of four huge 11-inch and, like, 3-inch tall 
dinner plates going to California, of course, you're like, oh okay. my God. Hang on, Will. We'll talk about that. So we are, our sales, yeah. our gross sales were $1,678.99. Not including shipping? Not including shipping. Okay, yes. On the forum, people have been, we've been debating a little bit. They're like, why don't I include our shipping? Because if I did, uh, what would our, see like eBay, I'm going to explain in a second, but I I, th- I think this is good to do. So <laughs> our grand total, if I were to include shipping and taxes is like twenty three fifty. Yeah. You know, where you're like, wow, that's a lot of money. Right, right. But that's, again, that doesn't go to us. shipping and taxes. Well, what people say is we make money on shipping and we talked about this because i asked yeah. some people on the uh its forum were talking about making incredible amounts of money oh. on shipping but i think they ship larger items yeah where there's more a room to have 30 dollar profits oh yeah i mean i mean no, we may be making a dollar or something the way the reason why i do that a number is just because i like to ballpark i like to sandbag i just yeah. like to know like what's kind of my gross, my my number for the week. Yeah. So I just kind of know, and then of course we do our numbers in a more serious way, like for a bookkeeper. It's more right. just like I need to have that in my. Well, head. the other thing too is like like we were saying. So it doesn't include taxes and shipping, but like eBay takes all these fees on shipping right. and on our listings and our store. So you know, it's not it's not like we're subtracting all the expenses. Right. It's, this and, is and, just like a. Uh, like you said, it's a sandbag ballpark. Like it was approximately this much. It's just like, that makes sense for us. I am very much. I'm very, I'm, yeah, I'm closer to the guy at the flea market. Yeah. That's just trying to calculate to make sure he has enough money for gas gas money to get home. I'm more like that person than I am. Like the guy who's running Google, who's like doing all the spreadsheets. Exactly. And like when we talk to Phil, our partner in the coffee business, you know, he's much more kind of perfect number, spreadsheet margins. Well, you've been trying to be like, and I'm just like, yeah, but, but like, like how many coffees do we need to sell in a week? Like, give me a ballpark sandbag number. Like if we sell 300 coffees in a week, are we paying our bills? Right. Exactly. You know, how many pounds of coffee a month before we can pay ourselves X number of dollars? It's just kind of, I need that easier. Yeah. I don't do good with like, well, we're making, you know, 32% 32% profit right, on right. on X. I'm just like, okay, but what does that mean? Yeah. So anyway, that's just how I do it. That's how I share it. I like to sandbag it. That's our sandbag number. Okay. Things we sold. Yes. Plates. Gravy boats. <laughs> I put the Plates. kibosh on box saving. We have too many boxes. They are overflowing. They're like well, covering the lights in our. I know. In our. I gotta break storage. boxes. That, like so, you saw right. up on the on. I have a little porch on the outside of my office. I started breaking boxes down because I will use them. Right. I just need to break them. They can't be like the full extent of a box although, ready to use. Although I do understand, it's nice to have them already made because then you see the yeah. 
size, yeah. if you start breaking down weird size boxes, you're, like, you're never going to know. Like, I'm going what, out there with a measuring right. tape, you know, so, but it doesn't matter. Like, uh, it's fine to yeah. do that, too. As long as I have, what's more important is I have the box to yeah. use, not that I can, like, see it in perfect 3D Look, dimensions. You're allowed as many boxes as you want. It's just we're running out of room. We need to fine. break some boxes down. Uh, and it is weird. We haven't made, like, over $2,000 in a week, I think, since, like, the summertime. It's been yeah, a little while. I know. Uh, we just haven't been selling like, you know, huge dollar items. Uh, yeah. Like, And for us, that means like, you know, over, over $100. Over $100. Like this week, our highest price had been $100 for like right. a serving plate. But I don't know. I feel like in the summertime, yeah. we were selling more like two and $300 items. That yeah. would happen more. So I yeah. don't know. Uh, scavenge of the week. Do we scavenge? We we didn't scavenge. Yeah. It's been a very busy week in other other departments, parts of our lives. Uh, customer issues. Yeah, you talked about the the one buyer who was very irate. And, I mean, un, unnecessarily irate. Yeah. Um, just it's a pair of pants. Yeah. I shipped it the moment <laughs> I could. Well, you know, it's funny. It's the, just like he was like. I bought it on this day, and you didn't ship till this day. And you took a screenshot of the actual like the days. He made an offer on Saturday night. He accepted the offer Saturday. He didn't pay till Sunday. Right. I and, shipped on Monday. And you shipped money. You right. I, I just was like, I mean, I wrote all that. I was like, you made an offer Saturday night. Um, you paid Sunday, which the post office is not open. Right. And then I shipped on Monday. And that kind of stopped him in his tracks. And he's like, but well, it's still not here. You're like, well, okay. It was promised to me. So, yeah. but anyway, he's fine. Um, It'll get there. So some more some more things we learned in the forum. Old Dad, yes, it was on there. Uh, he says because he's been pointing out some pet peeves. One was the fact that when you sell a multiple things, oh, it sends you like three different emails right. for the three different items, but it puts a total on sale each, on each one. So you're like, wow, I just made like six hundred dollars, and you're like, no. no, I didn't. So another pet peeve is that eBay holds funds for any return, yes, regardless of the reason for yep. the return. So yep. he says, I've never paid too much attention to the returns that were authorized, but never returned. Do we need to monitor those now to make sure the funds are released? They better be, you know, even they have. Even if they are automatically returned, I I suppose the funds are being held for thirty or more days. You know, here's some something similar that I had, had an issue with this week. Someone returned. I had a bunch of fabric that I sold to someone in Alaska. It went all the way to Alaska, and they were like, "Yeah, this doesn't really work for my project." Fine, says return for doesn't fit in quotes. Right. Doesn't fit my project. Okay, fine. She returns it. I refund her, and I say on the refund page. Please relist this. Now, I have this return sitting next to me on my desk. So I'm waiting to, I got to go get the um, inventory number and make sure I put it in the right bin, etc. So it's sitting there for like a day. And so I'm like, let me go into my active listings and look at the bin number, like under the SKU. It's not relisted. Mm. So those are so so I go back into the return details and I was like, I, I thought that it said it would relist it. It said we had a problem relisting this and it did not get relisted. Wow. When were they gonna tell me? They right. didn't send me a message. Wow. It's like so no wonder you have stuff in your inventory right. that you're like, this never got right. relisted, it's gonna sit there for three years. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. So luckily I went to go look for that 
custom SKU number and was like, this isn't even listed. Where yeah. did it go? Ugh. Yeah, that, that is. So you got to double check that when you, so what I did was I checked all my returns for the last like month to make sure all that stuff was relisted. And it was, but still like that stuff drives me nuts. Yeah. But, but also like old dad is just saying is I noticed that someone opens a return case yeah. and automatically they grab that cash yeah. out of your, your account or the the upcoming payment right and then yeah i never looked to see i just assume it's getting returned but yeah i don't know did you know what they say about well it's just well assumption? the problem the problem is is ebay is holding returns for like 45 days now right. so if they don't return it and they just let it sit there for 45 days yeah they hold your funds for right. that long yeah. it's annoying yep i mean come on Okay, so we do not have any calls this week yep. um, or emails or anything. A lot of, lot of conversation on the forum, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the phone lines are quiet. Hopefully everyone has been just busy selling and shipping. Okay, let's talk. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. Sorry, y'all. You can turn it off now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. So, Ryan, briefly. Yes. Have I told you how much I love coffee? I, I do know that you yep. love coffee. Uh, I really, I love how it tastes. Yeah. I've always loved coffee. Yes. I think to me, the most surprising thing about starting this coffee business, especially in our small town where yes. people now see me yes. and they know that I'm the coffee man, <laughs> people will come up to me and tell me, oh, that's cool. You're doing that. I don't drink coffee. I, I cannot I tell is, you how many people. I think that is so interesting. You're like, what? I just had no idea that there were a good number of people that don't drink coffee. Right. And my immediate question is, how do you consume caffeine? caffeine? You know, And some people are like, yeah, you know, I do soda. Like, soda's my thing. Or tea. Some people, very few people. But yeah, they're like, I drink tea. But some people just like are not into caffeine, which I think is very <laughs> It's not about surviving. It's just like it's just like it's like the one vice, the one kind of thing that's very enjoyable and yeah, sure, and healthy. You know, yeah. I mean, drinking soda as a caffeine, you know, consuming caffeine is not good for you. But yeah, drinking coffee is just it's just a water with like caffeine. I mean, you know, I think it's fine. I love it too. Also, I was thinking about this. There's nothing like a good cafe. I mean, yes. you know, that's also why I'm excited about us opening this coffee shop. Like, I remember when I was single, not with you. Yes. I was alone. I spent many hours. Desperate and alone. Weird little coffee shops. <laughs> yeah. Just reading books. I mean, just like, it's just so, just like the stereotype. Right. A place to go where I could read books and think about life. And yeah. it was nice because really in the... In the world yeah. at large, there aren't many places where yeah. you can go and sit for, you know, a longer period of time. Drink than, coffee. Than yeah. eating, you know, at a restaurant or it seems like today a lot of times McDonald's has become kind of <laughs> We've like seen place, that in our know? town, you know. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're looking forward to it. I mean, we've done we've done a lot of work this week. To get the coffee shop ready, like yeah. it's so many steps. Like it, 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 it's so funny. You think, oh, it's not going to be that. 
pick a deal and it really like every single step well, is every local person we I talk to is like when are you gonna open? I'm like I'm like, we're in the middle of like this <laughs> giant hundred year pandemic coronavirus surge where people are, are dying and like in our state, at least, there's now a governor order where right. no more than 10, 10 people, people can get can together. I'm like, let's let's wait a yeah. little while, even if I could open now. I'm like, I got to install the toilet first, but, which we but, did. But even if I could open, I wouldn't open right now. Right, but, you right. Know. exactly. So, and, yeah. But the good news is, it is the thing that makes me excited about this business is that it's kind of a multifaceted business. There's going to be the cafe public-facing, people right. who are local here come in a visit, people who are hearing this. You can come and, you come, you can come and visit. But people are also buying coffee online, and that's right. exciting. Right. Um, actually, a bakery just opened in the next town over, and we just started selling them coffee wholesale, which is kind yep. of cool. Yep. So, well, um, so they – so right, a bakery opened, and, and they have seating and stuff like that, but they can't use their seating. So they're doing kind of what we're like doing pick a little up, bit. Yeah. Pick up, online orders. So they – They've been using our espresso to make espresso and do takeout. So yep. that's been cool. But it's also been fun. Again, you know, we have like an eBay business, like people hearing this. Yeah. You go out, you find things, you put them on the internet, you store them. You hope and that someone wants them. Ship them. Like that's that business. Right. It's been interesting. So Mondays and Thursdays, the two of us go meet our two partners right. at our roaster building and we roast together and yep. like Phil is roasting me and Jill are like packing, packing. coffee yep. measuring out yep. and then you're the shipper yep uh, and let me tell you I have been shipping I've I so Phil left us a bunch of coffee to fulfill orders and and you and I have been fulfilling orders every day. Right. Like that's how many orders we're getting is we're fulfilling orders right. every like I'm going there today and, to and and I'm get I mean out, obviously but. a lot of it is people buying like Christmas presents sure. which is cool. I'm hoping our sales don't drop off a cliff after right. Christmas but right. cuz you, you got to have coffee. You got to always have coffee if you drink coffee. But it is interesting <laughs> this you know, it's such a different kind of business. Yes. And it's kind of fun. It is. We all get to kind of, it's kind of what people on our forum talk about. They miss having like a place of work and being right. around other adults. Right. And that's what makes it fun because we play music and we talk. Right. Uh, and we think of ideas and we right. toss ideas around and we, you know, get excited about things. Um, you know. And we like just bought a new coffee it's it's a natural. Yes, uh, it's Costa Rican natural. So it's we don't have it for sale yet. Right. But it is a fruity, 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 fruity fruit bomb. Right. Because so it's nice. You know, the coffee bean gets picked, and instead of taking the fruit off, they they just put the fruit with the coffee bean in. They the, dry it. They with dry the fruit it on. with the fruit on there. So like these like fruit flavors get put in. It's amazing. And it's not a flavored coffee yeah there's no flavors added well it's like wine like we were saying like you know the way that the wine is grown and processed is a lot like coffee like you are going to get flavors um depending on where it's from the altitude was the fruit left on how is it processed and so um you know a lot of our coffees tend to be chocolatey roasty nutty which i love cameroon i'm like i will only drink cameroon like very approachable like a coffee coffee like you can put cream in it it's fine 
fruity coffees, generally you're drinking black um, because right. you want to the first roast we did was very, very light, like lighter than normal. And to me, it felt like drinking this like this like floral hibiscus tea. That's how I would describe it. You know, when you drink a hibiscus tea, it's it's a flower, but it's kind of this fruity berry flavor. And that's what I was getting at first. So don't put cream in that. It's going to like curdle the cream. It's yeah. going to be gross. Um, but I really, so I drank my coffee black this morning too, because we were drinking a similar coffee to that. So it's kind of amazing. You're like, this is like a delicate tea, even though it's coffee, you know? Well, but then it was fun because we, Phil was a roast in it. He was doing different roasts to we try testing and it. pull out different flavors and right. we would cup it and test it. And yeah. now it's not a tea. That was just the first That was one. the first It's test. Now it's got a lot more body to it right. and it's good. So that should go up on the website. Soon. I don't know, soonish. Yeah, yeah. That'll uh, be fun. Yeah. So anyway, if you're interested, we'd love for you to buy coffee, broadporchcoffee.com. Yes. Uh, we are fulfilling orders yeah. every day. Yeah. There are delays, like we said, in shipping, but we ship as I'm shipping as fast as possible so that the delays are minimal. We also roast twice a week, so your coffee's super fresh when you get it anyway. Yep. So it's 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 yummy. Yep. It's great for presents. Okay. Okay. This, this podcast, podcast is ending. Three, two, two one. one. Bye. Bye.